take marijuana smoking, but if a beetle hands you a joint, you toke. <laughs> you know, a beetle's a beetle. I don't think that's necessary, is it? You know, once in a while, you make a stinkery do. <laughs> Welcome to this edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, special guest again this week for episode 10, our Beatles episode. Richie Seymour in the house. Hey, Richie, welcome back. Take that, Homer. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> You're still here before Homer because Homer still hasn't figured out the Zoom. So one of these days. It's coming. It's any day now. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, your mom doesn't like it when Dana Carvey talks about weed, D. Uh, hello, Bungo. You threw it to Richie before you threw it to me? Well, sorry. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity all, host here. so It's all good. You threw the hello, Bungo in on the, on yeah. the opening, so I'm yeah. happy with it. Yeah, special opening for this week's show. So Aww. I spent my lunch hour today doing a little editing on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, it's our, our big Beatles episode. We've got 10 Beatles songs, including one by request, and uh, the three of us each picked three songs this week like we did in the week five episode way back when, so, you know, five or six weeks ago, whenever that was. So uh, one thing I want to start with before we get into the music, we were sending messages to each other the other day about the show, and the one thing that you guys talked about was the movie Yesterday that uh, came out last year that's Beatles based of course and I actually I well (laughs) I started to watch it I watched the all but the last 30 minutes of it so I I couldn't finish it it got too late and I had to go to sleep and I was trying to finish it last night and I I didn't get to it but uh but I would love to hear because I have my my notions of it without having seen the end of it yet I'd love to hear what you guys think about it I'll, I'll let you go first D I took my mom to go see that. Okay. And 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 uh, when one time at Marquette, I fucking bawled like a baby in that movie several times. Like really? it was just yeah, it was amazing to me. Like sitting there with mom, watching it and hearing those songs, uh, you know, like uh, the long and winding road, mm-hmm. which is what made me think of it. Uh, you know, that's that'll be on on this playlist. But uh, uh, it was so. So good. So good. I, and I watched it again this weekend, too, after we talked about it. And mm-hmm. I didn't cry at all. But it's still a great fucking movie. It, it's real great. I've, I've, you know, I know a lot of people have issues with the ending, which I will not spoil for you, Sean, because you haven't seen it yet. But I, I just I think the way that they use the music in there, I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Ed Sheeran is just priceless. <laughs> I've, I've seen that part. Yes, I've seen I've seen him in the movie, and it is good. I, I love I loved the part where they uh, get into the songwriting contest, and he's just like, yes, yeah, long and I'm winding road. Yes. I'm done. So, yeah, and, and like yeah, just him selling that look of holy shit, I'm not very good, and yeah. you know, it's it's Ed Sheeran, so yeah. so that that definitely is not the case. But I, you know, I I was curious watching it again, like uh, if Ed Sheeran's gonna hold up, you know, it, like I think in in. 10 or 20 years if i watch that movie again i'll still be like wow this is really fucking good you know like the part where him playing yesterday you know after he they gift him the guitar and then it goes into ed sheeran i wonder if that's going to matter like if ed sheeran is going to be relevant uh uh you know in in 10 20 years Mm -hmm. it's a legitimate question i i mean his music is a little bit more timeless than a lot of music today but i don't i don't know that's that's We'll we'll see. I guess I think he stands a better chance than a lot of current artists do to still be relevant in ten or That's fifteen true. years. Yeah, very true. Very mm-hmm. true. He's he's a great musician. He's got yes. a couple of yeah. incredible albums. I mean, and so what if he maybe allegedly steals some music? Whatever. <laughs> you remember when everybody really loved it when he was in Game of Thrones? <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so did everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those shows that. Jesus Christ, everybody was crazy about it. And then that last season just fucked everything up. And it like nobody gives a shit anymore. Because Ed Sheeran was in it in the last season? It, well, see, again, what am I talking about? Like, <laughs> is anybody going to care in 10 years that Ed Sheeran was in Game of Thrones? Hmm. You know what people will care about in 10 years? What's that? The Beatles. That's the way you co-host a show. You help turn things around. You need to learn something. Holy shit. Mm. 
I don't go through the list of songs that uh, Paul McCarty has that sucks and uh, and and tell him that I'm going to tell him that to his face. <laughs> See, there you go, there you go. <laughs> See, I know what you're doing. He thinks that we're we're going to end up breaking up, D. And he's and he's trying to he's trying to just kind of angle his way in a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but trying the problem is the problem is though is when I when I invite him after you and I have our falling out, he's going to be like, yeah, Sean and Richie's good tape doesn't work. It has to be Richie and Sean's good tape. <laughs> or Richie's good tape with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might give him a featuring. Yeah. Okay. Featuring Sean, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's with funny. Sean. Yeah, that, that's, funny. that's fucking funny. All right, let's get into it. Um, let's see. <laughs> the, first one, the first one is actually our special request, and I believe I've got a little audio here if you would like me to play that, Dennis. Please. Okay, hold on one second. Let me play our intro to song number one. Hi, Dee. For your Beatles episode, I would like to request Norwegian Wood. It has one of my all-time favorite song lines. When I awoke, I was alone. This bird had flown. Thanks. Bye-bye. So polite. Where did I go wrong? (laughs) <laughs> we were all thinking it. Oh, it's you motherfuckers. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's and it's a beautiful song too. Uh I remember when we first ta- started talking about doing a Beatles episode, Sean, that I asked her, you know, what would you pick? And uh this was the one she said. And uh uh what what's hilarious to me is the song is it's apparently about John Lennon having, you know, an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I once had a girl, or should I say, she once had me. And, uh, and then the funny, the other funny part about this is the the next line after mom, uh, you know, this bird has flown. So I lit a fire. Isn't it good Norwegian wood? And they don't, you know, they're not specific about it. But Norwegian wood is apparently like paneling, like shitty IKEA furniture wood. And and this is possibly John Lennon lighting this girl's house on fire oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness wow <laughs> yes mm. and and there's there's rumor that paul mccartney wrote that last line so it might just be you know him fucking with with john lennon oh. but it's hilarious to think of it that way like that all this time it's a revenge song so he so he had a he had an affair he woke up in the morning and the woman was gone and he lit her house on fire yeah hmm. allegedly allegedly yes allegedly so I definitely like, and, and like throughout the notes, you had different times where like they got songs banned for really stupid reasons. Yes. And, and I, I almost wonder if like they were being purposefully obtuse here to try to get it so that, you know, yeah, I just burnt your house down. But if I said I did that, that, you know, song would never get airplay. Right. This is, And this is right around the time where they really started fucking with people too, with the whole, uh, you know, Paul is dead and, and, mm-hmm. and shit like that, where things got really crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, but it, it's just funny that, you know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm wondering if mom, you know, whenever she listens to this on Friday or this weekend, if she knew that that's what that was referring to. That's interesting. Yeah. That's, yeah. you'll yeah. have to ask her. Give us another, uh, give us another update next week on that. Yeah. It's the a end, great fucking song. The other thing about it that I thought was really interesting in the notes is that it was on the, the, uh, 1965 album Rubber Soul and, the and Bob Dylan actually credited this as the song that was kind of a milestone in their development as songwriters because there is very much two Beatles groups. There's the I Want to Hold Your Hand Beatles, that's the earlier version, yeah. and then the then the much heavier. And we're and we've got a lot more of the heavier songs, you know, in this, the more well written songs and stuff like that. But but I, I these songs have all existed our entire lives. So for us to be like, oh, that's the that's the turning point, I don't think I necessarily knew it was on this song when their songwriting got to that next level. So I, I thought that was really cool. I, I also think we probably have to give a little credit to uh, Brad, at least for me, Brad's definitely the one that uh, turned me on to the Beatles in high school. And this song used to excite him so much. I don't know if you guys remember this, but he would, he Norwe- Norwegian wood was one of his that he would just giggle about. And, and oh. he, he loved this <laughs> oh, song. Oh, because of wood? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just the whole, the whole yeah. sexual undertone of the entire song. And, and this is and, a, everybody and, loves sausage, Brad not uh we send pictures of random sausages to bk bread yeah or otherwise yeah, known as big fat bastard bread big fat bastard bread. <laughs> BK big fish there's the other one yeah double stuff uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway 
Oh, man. Yes, good song, though. Oh, no, it's a beautiful yeah. song. And I'm so happy she picked this because because we went we went like like you said, like we went a little uh, other than one of the songs. Uh, most of ours are are pretty late in the, in their catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, wonderful song. So thank you, mom, for for sharing. And I'm sorry that I'm shitting and swearing all over <laughs> these these things. So so the next go. the next song on the list is is one of your it's your first pick, Dennis, and it's Obladi Oblada. That that's correct. I, I this is just one of those happy songs that everybody remembers by the Beatles. Uh, I also like that it's got Obladi in it. Oh. made it work for me yeah <laughs> but the song was especially disliked by john lennon in a heated argument during one of the sessions led to jeff emmerich quitting his job as a beatles recording engineer i fucking love that <laughs> like like i can imagine john lennon just being like what the fuck are you doing paul this song is shit <laughs> <laughs> i did it i didn't sound like a pirate or whatever the fuck i made mom sound like at the end of last episode <laughs> that was just mean yeah, I know. Uh, but that yeah. was that was my gag. But no, like like just such a happy song. The fact mm-hmm. that it pissed John Lennon off, I, I find hilarious. So sidebar with this song really quick. Go ahead, sidebar. Richie. Go, go ahead, Richie. I'll, I'll sidebar in a second. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You first. So uh, I played, I was listening to the playlist when I was taking Elliot to school the other day, my six-year-old. And I, I said, here, listen to the song, Elliot. I bet you like it. And I picked this one because it's the most, I think, probably like, kid-friendly song of the of the playlist and he and he really liked it so we're sitting at the dinner table later that night and uh and uh amanda has gotten him very big into the hamilton musical on disney plus which is really good if you it's amazing yeah it's 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 really really good and but he wants to listen to the soundtrack all the time so they listen to it literally all the time and Amanda starts this debate with me and of course gets Elliot on her side that the Hamilton <laughs> that the Hamilton soundtrack is better than anything that the Beatles ever came out with. Unfucking believable. No. I, it's ridiculous. It's re- cool. it's a really good soundtrack. I'm not I'm not shitting on Hamilton in any way. It's great. No. A they're not yeah. comparable and B it's just that's ludicrous. That's the most ludicrous thing I've heard this week. And well, I work in, and, and I, and I work in you- news. <laughs> You have to. <laughs> We've got a goddamn convention going on, and that's the most ludicrous thing. All right, go I, ahead, Richie. You, you have to really like anything in the last forty years, really sixty years at this point, is somewhat derivative of the Beatles. Like, mm-hmm. like their influence spans all of all of rock, pop, everything. So, like Hamilton wouldn't even exist without them. That's a and, great and that's, point. Great point. And, yes. and going back to the whole. Uh, you know, Rubber Soul, uh, and you know, right as they were uh, maturing in their music, I remember my mother used to stick up for my my middle niece, uh, who's into Justin Bieber and you know all those shitty boy bands, and uh, would be like, "Well, the Beatles were a boy band, so maybe they'll mature into something else." And I'm just like, "No, this mom, this music is shit." <laughs> you know, come on. But at the same time, like the Beatles have influenced everything in music, everything. And, and and I will say that's one of the big flaws with yesterday is without them, like like they pretend like almost everything music oh, the movie yes. happened yeah. yeah yeah not not the song yesterday which is perfect but the the movie yesterday like you know do do the Rolling Stones and and Queen and you know most American bands even exist no but neither here nor there yeah one other thing on on Obladi I one of the things I really like about this song is it's a later Beatles song that from a tone standpoint is a throwback to their early stuff absolutely like it, it sounds more like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. well and, and i think that's probably part of john lennon's contention with it is the you know they were maturing and then all of a sudden john throws this happy poppy you know song that's apparently uh uh influenced by reggae reggae and ska like i like you can hear it now that you now that you read that just like everything else we've talked about almost every song we've talked about sean like yep. you learn something new about each one of these mm-hmm. songs like and, and just how much is going on in each one of these songs and yeah you know, yeah we're, we're just screwing around with a new instrument for this song because yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah you know maybe we just throw this in a bit <laughs> did it again perfect impression all right did you uh, did you uh, oh, did you guys see the uh, article that I I sent I attached in the notes that that it was the most perfect pop song according to science? No, I missed that no. part. Yeah, I, 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 I I've forgotten what the 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 uh, the bits of it were, but but apparently you know just listening to it and the harmonies and everything like that, just like 
according to science, this NME, which is some British, uh, you know, music magazine, of course, that also likes Radiohead, Sean, is, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, called this the most perfect pop song of all time. Cool. I That's thought nice. that was interesting. Yeah. That is nice. Well, next up on the list, moving on, as we're at song three now, is my pick, one of my three picks, and it's I Am the Walrus. And I picked this song because it was a favorite of ours to uh, to drive around and listen to when we were at the height, height of our Beatlemania when we were in high school. And Dennis, you were really good at um, adding extra words into this song. Oh, you're bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it was... It was an easy song to throw swear words in. It was. It was. I mean, and it was a good challenge yeah. to figure out new ways to throw yes. swear words into the song each time that we sang and, it. And, yes. and mom won't be surprised that, that we did that an awful lot. Yes. And you'll blame me, Sean, and Richie. <laughs> well, uh, it was mostly you and Stephanie, right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, she still needs to tell us what, what's going on with that 3 a.m. You know, parody song. Uh, she did send me a message the other day asking me what the letter you wrote was about. And I had to, um, she didn't, oh. she, did, she didn't remember. <laughs> she forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's she awesome. Did. Yeah, she did. So. Yeah. Well, good for her. That means she's grown. Yeah. <laughs> Glad one of us is. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 So this song, I think the thing that does not surprise me, but I thought it was still hilarious when I was reading the notes about it was that it was partly inspired by two LSD trips. Um, by John <laughs> Lennon, I, and it totally makes sense because this song does not make really a whole lot of sense when you listen to it, but it's still a fun song to listen to and sing along. The first to. line was written one acid trip on one acid trip one weekend. The second line was written on the next acid trip the next weekend, and it was filled in after I, after I met Yoko. I'd seen Allen <laughs> Ginsberg and some other people who liked Dylan and and Jesus going on about Hare Krishna. It was a Ginsberg in particular. I was referring to the words elementary penguin meant that it's naive to just go around chanting Hare Krishna, putting all your faith in one idol. In those days, I was writing obscurely a la Dylan. It never dawned on me that Lewis Carroll was commenting on the capitalist system. I, I just shit like that, like yeah. little quotes. That was a quote from a Playboy article from 1980 uh, from John Lennon. Yeah, it's and it's a brilliant song. Mm -hmm. and, and it just like later on we're going to get into some really deep meaning songs that that like are, are super important for other reasons and then you throw songs like this and a couple other songs we'll get into they're just complete nonsense mm -hmm. like there's just nothing nothing no coherent story in them whatsoever it's kind of like and it's fake, the same band it's kind of like fake plastic trees <laughs> i love it. Uh, it it's so but it's it, it's just a brilliantly written song Richie, do you like fake plastic trees? Do you like Radiohead? I'm not a huge Radiohead guy. No, no, no. It's it, and and we missed out on them. But yeah. oh, I'm sorry, we got off on a sidebar. Uh, Sidebars that are Ben's fine. album is really great, and I I can't believe Sean disliked that song. Oh. I can actually because when he, he uh, oh, well, yeah, we'll get it's it. fine. Just go, just just go. Tell the no. What you what you texted me last week? Like God, I don't want to shit on any of these people's songs. And I said, it's the R.E.M. and the Radiohead songs. I was in it. I knew exactly what songs he didn't like. <laughs> and, it was and, and it was that. It was true. So, yeah. They were just so. But both of those songs oh, are great. They just went on and on and on. It's fine. No offense to anyone. So does so so Stairway songs. to Heaven. Going on and on and on. That's a great fucking song, though. Uh, yeah. That's true. John, I will say, I will Stairway say, I did, I did follow. It, it is a good song. Yes, I like okay. Stairway to Heaven. I will say, I did follow <laughs> up on uh, on something I said, and I and I gave the uh, new Taylor Swift album its first listen through this weekend. So, what do you think? It, it's it's very well written. Yes, it's yes. it's very well written. She is a very did, good songwriter. Did Jen help you in, influence you to uh, to listen to that, or did you just give it a listen? No, I listened to it because I said I would. So mm -hmm. so at some point uh, when we do. Uh, a future episode we'll we'll go through some of the songs on that maybe awesome. we'll do an all taylor swift episode dennis <gasps> richie do you want to be part of that one I, oh, definitely. <laughs> only because i know there's no way you will ever do an all taylor swift episode challenge accepted exactly <laughs> when do we do it episode 15 richie. episode 15 <laughs> done. I, done and done we were going to do nirvana and plug episode 21 we were going to do oh, nirvana well played well oh, that, that was well played nice yeah. oh, I, actually that's adele yeah, you son of a bitch! When we get, when we get, you we son get, of a bitch! Adele and Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
Well, we, when we get to episode 1989, we'll, we'll definitely do 1989. No. We're not we going to make it to episode Nirvana 21, unplugged. please. <laughs> Come on. We yeah, gonna... Nirvana Unplugged is, is really one we have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were going to do that, but now we're going to do Taylor Swift at episode 50. But first, we have to do the Beatles. Wow. See, he's trying to him. he's trying to keep us on point. That's just that's just that's just harsh. Doesn't he understand? I thought he what enjoyed we last week's episode. <laughs> I, I I did, but the people were really complaining. They're like, they're just oh, meandering. Man. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> I love that you're getting feedback. <laughs> that's what it's like, and it totally is. Oh man. <laughs> he's he's somehow he's like our manager. He's like, oh yeah, no, I gotta get the boys right, you know. You know don't you know? In. Don't you know what it's <laughs> like to hang out sense. with these two? Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, the other thing I liked about oh. this song before we move on, Richard. Please call me Dick. It's a goodbye single and the Magical Mystery Tour EP both reached the top two slots on the British Singles Chart in December of that year. I Am the Walrus holds the distinction of reaching number one and two simultaneously. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That is. For a song that doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I th- I think Technically, I lost though, it was the B side on the single that reached number one, right? Well, sure. I think I lost track that we were still talking about I Am the Walrus, by the way. Oh. We had too many sidebars. Semolina <laughs> <laughs> Pilcher climbing up the Eiffel Tower. All right, Richie, next song is yours. And uh, this one was, it, this is just a, uh, in my mind, a very beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Like, puts a smile on my face every time I hear it, no matter how crappy my day is. If, if uh, Here Come the Sun comes on it just immediately is going to brighten my world up. And, and that's, that's why I put it on here. It's, it's one of my favorite Beatles songs to hear. It just, it, I, I don't, I don't think you can hear it and not smile. Yeah, I agree. It, it's a, it's a great song. I will say that uh, I was talking in the newsroom before I walked down here to record this, that we were getting ready to do an all Beatles episode. And uh, one of my younger reporters, I think she's probably 23 or 24. She goes, Hey, there was a Beatles song in the movie, the parent trap. And I said, really? And she goes, something about the sun. And I said, here comes the sun. She goes, yeah, that was it. It's a good song. It's like, well, at least they found the Beatles somewhere at a young age. So it cracked me up. It's fucked up that it was in the parent trap. And then yeah. the I Am Sam movie couldn't get the actual rights to the Beatles song. So they had to have people cover them. Uh, anyhow, the parent trap. <laughs> yeah, but the parent I'm... trap is Disney. So they could have spent as much money as they wanted. That's true. On it. That's, that's true. That's a fair point. Yeah. And the I Am Sam one gave us the uh, 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 Eddie Vedder covering uh, You Gotta Hide Your Love Away. Yep. Yeah. So we got that out of that. So win win all the way around. I honestly, you know, 20 years ago, I, I wasn't a big fan of this song. Right. Uh, it used to annoy the shit out of me, uh, similar to, you know, Lennon with a. Uh, Obladi probably it was just just seemed kind of cheesy uh not journey-esque cheesy but just uh cheesy yeah. cheesy and uh but but you know since then no this is a beautiful song well you were you were definitely in your grunge phase back then I'm oh and angry and thought i knew what the fuck yep. everything was yeah yeah that was nine inch nails and tool and, and, all that and shit. let's face it, it we were the kind of guys that if uh someone was having a good day at school we would see how we could ruin that for them I don't necessarily think that was all of us, Richie. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have just been one person in this group. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. huh. Huh. <laughs> you, you, you had your moments, yeah. and, and 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 I don't have the the game for some reason popped off. But uh, did you purposely frame this so that Cardinals thing is in there, or is it just because? it's it's just i i turned it that way so gotcha. that yeah yeah no it's fine. on purpose got it it's okay your 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 cubs are up right now and and just so the people know if i randomly cuss at some point and it doesn't make sense <laughs> something bad that. happened in the game i don't think that's appropriate for you i don't it's like not. that kind of talk <laughs> that's the new one it is the new one that's olivia yeah, yeah that's olivia soprano i like yeah. that one i don't like that kind of talk mm. uh Harrison wrote the song in early 1969 at the country house of his friend Eric Clapton, where Harrison had chosen to play truant for the day to avoid attending a meeting at the Beatles' Apple Court, but, 
organization. The lyrics reflect the relief at the arrival of spring and temporary spite he was experiencing from the band's business affairs. It, it was just, he wrote the song like, fuck it, here comes the sun. I don't have to deal with the Beatles horse shit anymore at this point. And, and, and that ends up being a theme in several of the songs we picked that are later songs is everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. And I, I find it fascinating. Like what would Beatles be like under the current, like social media, just media in general, like oh. how, how fascinating would 1969 and 70 have been? Well, just not unlike the Dana Carvey clips that Sean played in the opening, you know, like, like everything is different now you know, in the age of cell phone cameras mm -hmm. and videos and, and social media, it's, it's, it's frankly fucking disturbing, mm -hmm. but it's also, you know, that's, these people don't know any different, you know, this is how life works. You can't get away with shit, which is good. <laughs> you know, but... and, and in general, I think people are starting to catch up to it. I think we're, we're just kind of in this perfect shit show right now. Of shit show. People are yeah. still too stupid to, to realize you can't, you know everything you, you do is gonna be out there you mm -hmm. can't fix stupid including a podcast about music and yeah yep yep so last song on side b or side a jesus is a day in the life can you make it through one more song before you have to pee again dennis yeah okay that's just want to make sure why side okay. <laughs> that's why this is the last song on side a okay it's a a, a day in the life off of sergeant pepper this, this is a great song. It oh, is. It it's is. It's very. It's powerful. The music's powerful. The words are powerful. It's. It's a fun song when you listen to the beginning of it. It just. Yeah. I, this is an all around just awesome song. And just the different uh, sounds they mix into mm -hmm. the song throughout. Like oh, it, and like you, like you've talked about Sean on a few things. I'm pointing at the computer screen, like you're, like I'm pointing at you, but uh. uh like it sounds like three or four different songs in one song. Mm -hmm. And that's one of those things you like in, in songs. And, and it's, yeah. and it's perfectly done with this. Uh, if you're going to have a long song, make it sound different. So it keeps you, keeps you um, entertained Band on the run sort of. Yeah. Radiohead should take notes, right? Exactly. It's the oh. opposite of fake plastic trees. Yeah. <laughs> or that, I love how or, fake or plastic the, trees yeah. is your journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair i think our, our our new logo should be fake plastic d's oh did you hear him say our new logo yeah yes yeah. son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> he is a he is a regular contributor to the show trying to take, trying is. to trying to take your place so you're just gonna have to go with it. <laughs> is he trying well i guess no, he'll, the the fake plastic <laughs> one will still be there it'll be just the same but we'll even have the fake plastic one <laughs> you just won't be here anymore. <laughs> It'll just be you'll just have me as a stand-up just yeah. sitting up in the corner. <laughs> like, what it's do like, you think about that, D? Shut the fuck up, D. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's like you it's like you when we hang out and it gets to be about eleven o'clock at night, as it is oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't we don't need to go there because that could get ugly. Oh man. Anyway. A reputed drug reference in the line, I'd love to turn you on resulted in the song initially being banned from broadcast by the bbc kind of like what you were talking about richie I'm, i you're probably referencing this note yep uh, i think i think we had like two songs like that but yeah, yeah. definitely burning down someone's house uh, you know committing arson <laughs> would have gotten banned if anyone had noticed hold on i'm, I'm still getting over the all uh, like 11 o'clock at night thing <laughs> <laughs> that's bringing up a stories and memories that we can't talk about oh, i don't feel like they'd be memories for you <laughs> that, that was, was a good one that was a good one it, it was good i was i the was problem is is i'm feeding into it that that is the problem i, I understand and, and, that. and you do this but all enjoy, the time but too, I'm to deflect to deflect oh, yeah. from your horseshit <laughs> just like richie's do let's be real who has yeah, he's definitely shit a shitter. Yeah, yeah. Sean, or mm -hmm. you? Sean, Sean's the oh, shitster. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, no, I think he gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. 
not to a new song, just uh, continuing on this discussion about this song. You know what this yeah. song reminds me of, honestly? Now, not that this is what I think of with the song when I hear it, but uh, your your uh, Marlboro coat that you used to have that you had all of the Beatles buttons all over, and this was the uh, the most prominent button on it. There was yep. a lyric from this uh, that you had. Was it was it I'd love to turn you on? Was that what what it was? I can't remember now. The I think button it said, was, yeah. "Yeah, I think it was." So, but that, I always, yeah, your 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 Marlboro coat that you had in high school, the one that, uh, oh my god, that's that's such a long story too. I'm not going to tell that because I don't want to talk about that part of my family. But oh my god, those fucking people. Uh, speaking of the family that I enjoy, the uh, it was in uh, 20, 2010, like December of twenty ten. Uh, Paul McCartney was on. Saturday Night Live, like around the like their Christmas episode, yeah. And he actually played this song, just him, mm-hmm. on on Saturday Night Live, and uh, and it the first time I'd ever he'd apparently been doing it on his tour, uh, and and I did had no idea, but I'm sitting there like I think I might have worked at at Coles that night, and got home late and had on the DVR and watched it, and again, and again I uh, you know hearing him sing a John song you know by himself and and just like holy shit this is amazing and and just you know my relationship with my mom and 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 uh uh knowing her affection for the beatles like just paul playing a john song which just just blew my fucking mind it was one of the most incredible things i'd seen at that point as far as you know live music goes but it it just the way that those two complemented each other Oh yeah, like, especially in that song too. Yeah. You know, like like the the little bridge thing that that Paul does at the end. Again, you know, going to the the a few different songs at at once, you know, sounding the same, and uh, uh, it, it was. It, and for a song that has like odd lyrics, like you don't necessarily know what it means other than than it's you know newsworthy and john is is writing thoughts about what he's seeing in the papers and everything like that it's it's to get that deep and that powerful is incredible and have either of you heard the chris cornell cover of this no does chris cornell literally cover every song in the face of the earth i feel like every week we talk about a chris cornell cover song every good song absolutely but but he does a cover of this song just him and an acoustic guitar and it's fucking outstanding I have to check that out. No, I've not. Uh, yeah. I've not heard that. Was that the SNL episode? I, I was lo- looking it up and I can't figure out for sure. Was that the SNL episode that we watched together at my house? No, no, that was Martin Short was the host on this. Uh, this this one I watched in the Whammy. Okay. Uh, and and it was uh, Paul Rudd was the the co-host. I actually looked that up before, or okay. the host, and I actually looked that up. But because uh, there was the one, one wa- yeah, there was one that we watched when we did our Christmas gathering at my house several years ago and yeah and, and martin short hosted that episode okay. i actually looked that up too because okay. i remembered yeah. <laughs> remember that also yeah all right anything else on that song gents i don't think so well let's That's uh let's take a take a break and go ahead dennis say it let's flip it to side b sean all right it's- all right, welcome back to Sean and D's Good Tape, and it's time for side B of the tape, and we're going on with this uh, Beatles episode. And I just realized we we actually messed something up, Dennis. We have ten songs, not eight, so we did we just stopped after four. So we should have done one no, more. No, no, that was song number five. Was it? Yeah, okay. I, I, oh, per- I I did that purposely. Well, I can't count then. So yeah. anyway. All right. Song number one on side B is... Uh, you want to it, pause and edit that out? I don't Show. care. I, I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. It, it'll totally be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> he said, He said right you know, when we were talking uh, before we started recording last week, he said, what in the fucking fuck? And I was just like, how can, how can we not be recording this and mom hear this? I don't think that's true. I think that's a lie. Yeah, that doesn't right. <laughs> It seems like a lie. It seems like a lot. Yeah. So first song is yours, Richie. And it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's come together by the Beatles. Shockingly. And, and this is my, my favorite Beatles song. Really? Uh, I, and I, 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 the only reason I can kind of explain is I feel like this is a seventies rock song like this. Oh, absolutely. The, the tenor of this song is so different from almost everything else. 
I never I, I never really sat down and paid attention to the lyrics. The song just kicks ass. It sounds great. And I, I didn't realize until you sent out the notes that the song's literally an ad campaign song video and, and the lyrics don't make any sense whatsoever. It's, it's funny you bring up the 70s rock thing. Uh, like, like I do think of this song and uh, 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 Helter Skelter, yep. which is also an odd campaign song. <laughs> that didn't work Totally out. different campaign. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. I was gonna... Although, the more successful one. <laughs> well, it, depending on your, term, <laughs> you know, your idea of successful. Again, this goes back to the 11 o'clock. Maybe we agree. Maybe we disagree. <laughs> but, uh. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I had no idea that's what it was. It was uh, yep. uh, 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 Timothy Leary, the Godfather of Acid, and, and you know was going to run for governor against Ronald Reagan. I I had no idea. Oh yeah, this song didn't really start off too well because I don't think he won. No, he 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 actually didn't say in the notes that he like got arrested. Yes. Like, Oh, in the he, was sent, of the he was sent to prison for Larry possession of marijuana. Yeah. Possession of marijuana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The song, much, the song very much outlived his campaign chances. Yes. 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 Uh, no, it's a, it, and it's a badass song. Just like you talk. Like, I love the line. The, uh, uh, he got monkey finger. He shoot Coca-Cola. <laughs> like he got toe jam football. He <laughs> wear no shoe shine. Like, <laughs> Yeah, vote for me. It's like he was. It's like he was just. Scatting. I got monkey finger. <laughs> it, was, it was like they were just scatting, scatting or something, trying to make nope. up lyrics to a song, and they just, oh, this is going to be the song. So, yeah, that's funny. And, and, and once again, the song sounds fantastic. It is a great listen, and it's the same band that did uh, a day in the life. Like, it, it just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense how mm-hmm. talented they were. Yeah. Another fun fact: uh, Soundgarden does a cover of this song. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. it was on one of their earlier albums or like some uh i i, I can't remember what it is but, but but they did a cover of the song but so doesn't aerosmith do a cover of this song too oh yeah yeah for the uh i think it was for the sergeant pepper movie that had the bgs in it but they've got it on one of their albums don't they sure yeah, yeah. but 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 i think it was on that that sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band movie from like the 70s that the bgs started okay that had a bunch of weird you know Again, like the I Am Sam soundtrack that was not Beatles songs, but they had Beatles songs on it. But yeah, no, it, it you're absolutely right, Richie. It's a great fucking song. Like, I hadn't listened to this one in a long time. Yep. Uh, he, yeah, he won Mojo Filter. He says one and one and one is three. Vote for me. Which is the only thing that the entire song <laughs> <Yeah>. was correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he's, so, he's got to be good looking because he's so hard to see. Huh. Walrus Gumboat. <laughs> Semolina filtered. You wear no sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to go to the next song, Chuck? Yep. Next song is a is my pick. It's the Long and Winding Road, which I was not aware actually is the last um number one hit by the Beatles and came out a month after they broke up. I was not aware, but it kind of makes sense as the uh, capstone to their career together. I don't know if they meant to, but and I'm sure that they probably didn't. But it uh, it's a fitting end to uh, to their run of run of greatness. And this song very much like um, "Here Comes the Sun." It's just one of those songs when you hear it, it's like, yeah, that's that's a that's a really good song that I can listen to anytime. The way it's musically done with the piano and all of that stuff, it's it's just a it's a beautifully done song. Yep. And I feel like if, you know, if this happened in modern times, a song like this coming out a month after a band breaks up, like this would break the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, fuck yeah. And, like, and it, just like in that movie, in the movie yesterday, when he's, you know, he sits down and does this one with Ed Sheeran, it's it's yeah. like Ed Sheeran is just like, yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm going home. It's a, yeah, no, it's, it, it, and, but Phil Spector, uh, you know, regardless of what you think of a murderer, uh, he was incredibly talented. The wall of sound sort of vision on yep. this song is yep. fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. You'll get no arguments from me. I mean, it's it's just it's one of those another song that's going to put you in a nice mellow mood and and 
you know, or or just, just, you know, reflective. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like just like, holy shit. I, I remember still, and going back to how we like to tell stories and stuff, I was telling Dennis this the other day, and I don't know that you remembered this for sure, Dennis, but uh, the night before you left for the Air Force Academy, Richie, when we stayed up all night, when you had to leave like the next morning, this was, we drove around all night just talking, reminiscing, you know, all of that kind of stuff, and we said, we're going to listen to this song, this song, one last time, and then we dropped you off at your your parents' house, and, and we left, and then we didn't see you again, obviously, for what was it? Six months, something like yeah, that, till, till you Christmas. know? Yeah. So that was, this song always kind of has a, is, is very touching to me in that way too, that it was kind of like, you know, this was our long and winding road of spending the last several years as good friends and all of that stuff. And that's kind of yeah. the day that it came to an end. So, yeah. And it amazes me how many Beatles songs will do that, where you have mm-hmm. a specific time and place that you associate with one of their songs. Mm-hmm. And oh. it, like, that just doesn't and, happen. That often. And, 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 and that's absolutely the reason why, you know, this was we we couldn't just do a beatles song on an episode or something we had to do the first one had to be this and the three of us like uh those last couple of years you know uh, you know around the whole time uh oh fuck and the a beatles c you know the the, 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 the end of day yeah. in the life yeah yeah the yeah. anthology which is is which is kind of you know doing those midnight sales mm-hmm. i think i did one with you guys i don't think i did I, I know I did the third one in in Chicago area. Well, the third I, one was out after we were all in separate places. Yeah, the, it was the first two that we that we did. I know yeah, Richie and, and I, I think I only did one of those with you guys, mm-hmm. but but probably I, the I, first I, one I would guess. Yeah, but uh, uh but yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 we would just we would literally drive around for hours just listening to Beatles albums, yep. not even having necessarily conversations, just fucking listening to these goddamn mm-hmm. songs yeah and they were amazing and at that time they were 30 years old yeah which is weird because you know not now that you know like pearl jam and nirvana and guns and roses are yeah. 30 years old yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know those are all great bands i mean you know we all love all of those bands i don't think they'll ever stand up like this like oh. this band you know, absolutely. It, like it, like it won't, it, it won't be where kids, kids now may hear Pearl Jam and be like, man, I really like Pearl Jam. And you know, my dad told me about them or my mom told me about them or whatever, but it won't be like this band. It will not change generations. Yeah. It will not influence as many mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as, as this band does and still does. Yeah. And, and well, that's, I mean, you're talking 12 albums in six years. 20 number ones it's insane like yeah they can do they can do top 100 lists of mm-hmm. Beatles songs you, mm-hmm. you can't do that for any other band really right. no. I like the just like that flash in the pan it's it's a new Beatles album every six months like that's insane mm-hmm. and they were brilliant they were all yes. brilliant yes I mean it's so like to put it in per- perspective Taylor Swift to bring it back is is getting huge props for dropping this surprise album that she wrote during COVID, which is her second album in less than a year. They did that for almost a decade for over mm-hmm. half a decade. And like some of those machine, yeah, just a machine, just turning it out because the music company wanted them to do it. Yeah. And, and again, and, and, you know, like going back to uh here comes the sun and, and, you know, John and Paul, you know, being the strong arms it, it, in it, you know, like George was like, fuck this. I don't want to, deal with us anymore it's it's yeah no it's it's incredible all right due to time constraints let's move on to the next song which is yours dennis let it be this song is just fucking beautiful mm-hmm. I, I there's nothing more to say about it i mean i mean this is one of those songs where whether you're, you, you you just listen to it and it's just like inspiring What's- like once again, though, a song that it says it was their final single before McCartney announced his departure from the band. Both the Let It Be album and the U.S. single The Long and Winding Road were released after McCartney announced his departure from and subsequent breakup of the group. So another one of those. This is my a, a tip to the cap and and see you later. We're riding off into oh, the sunset. Almost like he knew. Yeah. Almost like he knew. He's like, yeah. all right, you know, fuckers, just let it be. Mm-hmm. This is it. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is my and- farewell. And, and I suspect he did. I, 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 I think that that part was all set in motion already, and, and they kind of knew it was a swan song. Mm-hmm. 
It's amazing. They have this song written, you know, to lay it into it. Like, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. It's an amazing, amazing song. Speaking words of wisdom. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, and just like in the the notes that the Mother Mary he's talking about is his Mother Mary, not, you know, I always assumed it was the religious Mother Mary. No, no. Did you ever see the, uh, have you, either of you ever seen the movie uh, Nowhere Boy? Hmm. Uh, the one about John Lennon when he was a child. No. Yeah, it's it, it's another good one too. I, I I mean I'm not sure how factually accurate it is, but 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 it's certainly interesting. It's uh, a movie. It has to be true. Yeah, yeah. Just like you find it on the internet, of course it's true. right. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this and a beautiful song, and and there was the uh, real quick. There was the uh, I want to say it was the. Uh, one of the the hurricane things like a a, what the fuck is the word i'm trying to think of uh jennifer hudson sang this song on on one of those uh like a benefit benefit thank you uh once and and she has got like she just fucking kills it like amazing voice like seriously like i'm goosebumps just thinking about it like oh, yeah. just kills it <laughs> just incredible but yeah no this album and this song is so fucking great uh yeah yeah that's all i got all right next song on the list is, is, uh, <laughs> is hey jude which um you know we we put this on here kind of uh as a as a funny note about uh, and i'll get to that in just a second but as i was reading these notes about this song that Paul McCartney wrote for John Lennon's son, but and basically that John Lennon's son feels. Did you not know that? Well, I, I did. did I, I knew that part, but I did not know that John Lennon's son felt more of Paul McCartney as a father figure yeah. than his own father, and how touching it is that Paul actually took the time to write this song and stuff. Wow. I mean that is that is some super powerful. I'll never hear this song the same way again. I did. I did know that it was for his son. I did not know the other part of the story. And, and just the fact that you know it's it's easily a top five Beatles song. Like, oh yeah. Like Paul oh. wrote that song for you, and it happens to be one of the most iconic songs of all yeah. fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. time. Yes. Like yes. no, there absolutely no. Yeah, yeah. Question about that. It's amazing. And and yeah. uh, you know so so telling why we put the song on the list was also <laughs> is also funny because my mom when we were in high school decided when she got a new car that she would uh, she would get and her name is Judy um that she would uh get some license plates that said hey jude on it but what she got was license plates that said ha jude which i understand you know it's not always easy to get the exact license plate that you want to get but then we continually talked about why'd you get Hajude on your license plates and you know Hajude this and Hajude that to the point where she finally got pissed off enough that she changed her license plates all because oh, we, we wouldn't all because we wouldn't stop. I actually still we have the dicks. I have those license plates by the way. Are you yeah, fucking kidding me? I'm not. No I do both have of them? them I have one of them at least. I don't know if oh, I have both of them. I don't, yeah, but uh, when yeah. Uh, when they were moving out of the house in Franklin, they were in a box somewhere or something. And as they were moving them out, I took them. So I might have both of them. I'll have to check. But but yeah, I don't, I'm honestly not sure if I have them at my house or if they're at their current house. But I will. Uh, I need to uh, make sure that because uh, she wants to throw them away and burn them and pretend that that never happened. Which, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh my uh, god! If, that, if they're at her their current house, are they next to my wedding pictures that uh, spiders never sent me? It's, it's possible. It's possible. I love how you're trying to call Spider out, but he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. I think he might a little bit. It, I think he might a little bit. I'm not going to say he listens oh. every week, but he does listen. Um, some. Fun fact for the uh, the 60 year old demographic: if you name drop them, they'll listen. They'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Speaking song of which we haven't said Homer in a while. Just throwing yeah. that out there. <laughs> oh, look at Richie's trying to make. That's the only way I talk to him now is on. Well, he's almost got. What would you like? He's probably almost gotten too big to talk to you because we talk about him so much on the show, right? It's pretty bad. I mean, we haven't talked since uh, since that that first episode. I mean, we were out, but. (laughs) Uh, So, this song is amazing. Every time I hear it, it just you know, like if I'm really just into it, like listening, I'm like, holy fuck, this song is beautiful and goosebumps and and i remember uh you know one time texting mom like like this is 
like a perfect fucking song. And, uh, and, and her reply back was, uh, uh, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> you know, like, like I get it. So, but, but what's funny before we move on and, uh, before we run out of time, uh, I was watching the video for the song today and, uh, you know, like they go into the hey, na, 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 na. And then there's this one guy who just did not seem to give a shit. Like everybody else is happy. <laughs> and this one guy just has this one look on his face. It's no, just he looks like, so sad and angry yeah, and mad. Yeah. And everybody else around them is na, na, na. <laughs> and it, they just go to his face. And I was watching that. I was like, this is fucking Hey Jude. Like, this is the recording of Hey Jude. That's funny. And, uh, the other the other cool thing, and I don't know if that's true or not. I just saw this as one of those weird internet things, is, is that the uh, the piano that uh, he uh, played the song on, you know, for the recording, was the same one that Freddie Mercury used for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's neat. Wow. Unconfirmed. Oh. But it was in the same studio that they recorded those songs. So, so I think it might be true. Very cool. Uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they recorded Bohemian Rhapsody at a farmhouse. The movie. Oh, <laughs> is that right? They know they wrote it at the farmhouse. I, they recorded the it in the studio, but did I ever tell you, did I tell you this story about when I saw this in the theaters, no. Bohemian Rhapsody and they had a, uh, you know, the first time Freddie Mercury kissed, uh, homosexual you know a, a guy it was i was in Spoiler. a korean in <laughs> i was in a south korean theater in, in, a, in a mall a guy. <laughs> <laughs> can i finish and the fucking I'll, I'll story stop. jesus yeah, christ you had enough, one beer and you're also you're weirdly, already weirdly enough it was at 3 a.m too strange <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you guys. I don't need to tell them. <laughs> I want to hear the story now. Don't leave the audience hanging. No, so I'm watching this movie in a in a theater in South Korea at a mall. And and the first, you know, the South Koreans are super conservative. And oh. and like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And and uh, uh so the guy kisses Freddie Mercury and like like all of a sudden like 90% of the crowd in this theater goes, oh, <laughs> 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 it was the fucking funniest thing in the world. Did anybody get like, up and no. leave? Yeah. Huh? Did anybody get up and leave out of a fence or anything like that? No, no. Oh, good. good. Yeah. It's a great it's fucking movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good yeah. movie. All right. One song All left. Right. And that is Richie's song. And it is the, also the theme song to the show. So go ahead, Richie. So, I mean, yeah, the song is another one of these just, like, perfect Beatles songs. It It's one of those that I, I think no matter what happens, as soon as you hear it, you're going to, uh, you know, kind of be reflective on whatever's going on in your life. And, and of course, the song is in my life. Um, so I, it, I'll, I'll let you guys talk a little bit about it first because at some point we'll get into uh, kind of where we, where we use this song once upon a time. Well, you mentioned your favorite Beatles song. This is my favorite Beatles song. Um, it, it's just that reflective, the reflectiveness that you just talked about. And that's really what the song is about, is literally them going and reflecting on their past lives and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, I love it when a song will kind of take you back to another place in time or just make you think about, you know, different things. And that's that's this song. And I, I can't think of a more perfect Beatles song that exists than this one, honestly. It's it's fucking beautiful, and it, it's one of those ones where it's in that transitional period between them going from "I want to hold your hand" to you know "I am the walrus," mm -hmm. but it it's like a perfect in between, just like all right, this is what I did, this is what we were, this is what we are, this is what I'll always remember, and 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 now we got to move forward. Yeah. And I would really love to be able to go back and, and like, just if I'd kept a journal of what memories oh, shit, yeah. in this song brought up versus what memories it brings up at, at 40 something, like I, it's, it's one of those songs that's just timeless. Yeah, absolutely. So, it, it, I mean, this, Oh, go ahead. D. No, no, please, please. I, I was just going to bring up that this was, uh, 
for our high school graduation this i i got to do the uh the the speech at graduation and and this song was one of the uh the through lines that i used i mean i i i figured paul and and john are pretty good writers i'll just use some of their stuff (laughs) instead of coming up with my own crap they've been known to write a few good songs yeah yeah they've Mm -hmm. one or two Mm -hmm. um not not Hamilton, mind you, yeah. but I mean, they're, they're pretty good. Um, and, and just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amanda's going to catch a lot of crap for that. Yeah. So it was, a, yeah. Her, I, I told her, her I told her that it wasn't the best thing she's ever said in her life. No. Yeah. Between no, Hamilton that, and Radiohead and Journey. Yeah. we got some shit going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hot take. But yeah, this song. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, go ahead. This, this song just kind of, uh, anytime that, that you need to, just take a pause and, and think about life. This is kind of the song you want to hear. Yeah. Great song. So that, and Sean cried at graduation. Did I? I think, I don't think so. Yeah. I might've, yeah. I, I, can't I cried. I know I yeah. cried. I can't remember. It's been a long, it's been, it's been a few days ago at this point. So yeah. My favorite thing about that speech was you brought up like mm-hmm. it, uh, your speech, Richie, the, is the me and the Pearl Jam shirts. Yep. And, and here it is you know, fucking 25 years later that I still have a collection of Pearl Jam t-shirts. Do you have the same Pearl Jam t-shirts? I I don't wear them, but I still have most of them. Yes. Hmm. You can probably buy like new versions of them at this point. Can't you? Oh, I have, I have Mm -hmm. for some of them, but, Mm -hmm. but like you can't find the one with the, uh, uh, the Siamese twins Mm. or the, uh, uh, emaciated, you know, uh, boy from, uh, you know, maybe Ethiopia or whatever it is, but, Mm. The one that Marie hated. All right. I think that concludes our Beatles episode. <laughs> how the fuck are we ending it on that note? Because that's, how, that's how you chose to end it, Dennis. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's how you I didn't chose end to end it. it. You're the one who said, all right, let's end it. So next week, I, next week, go ahead, Richie. I was just going to say, you know, there are places you remember in emaciated boy shirts. And I mean, that's, that's how life is. Siamese twins. Oh, man. Richie, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, no. Yeah, song that song, Richie, the the way you put it in that speech on graduation high school in nineteen ninety six was just unbelievable. I remember Sean tried to bring it up to be the last song, which is the joke that now Daniel Swisher is our, you know, opener. You know, he <laughs> wanted to play that song. But it was like, no, this has to close the the Beatles episode. This is our friendship. You know, this was this meant everything to us. And, and, and again, like with Long and Winding Road playing it, you out to college and all this shit, it, it was, yep. yeah, like it, it wasn't, uh, it couldn't just be a throwaway song at the end of, you know, the freshman episode as we're, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, he's like one of our biggest fans now. He likes our stuff. Oh yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. It's still pretty badass. Yeah. So, but anyhow, yeah, yeah no. So that's. That is why we, the biggest reason we did a Beatles episode is A, we love the Beatles and B, to, to have to have this conversation with you about that song and how much it meant to both Sean and I, to all of us that, that you know, you, you did this in your, in your valedictorian speech. And, and just, you know, how much time we spent with the Beatles during mm-hmm. those years. Yeah, like it, absolutely. It, it, they were a band that I had to have heard hundreds of times. My, my parents listened to country and classic rock. So I would have heard Beatles in bits and doses and then just to kind of go off and do the deep dive in high school and, and really that become a part. I mean, you know, and it, it, yeah. Go ahead. And, and, and like we talked about, like we, we spent hours driving around listening to these, these songs and not necessarily having a conversation at all, just driving around yep. listening to these fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got an out Richie. So I'll let Sean close it up. But yes, thank you. This is yeah. the whole reason I wanted to do this episode with you was because of this song. Yeah. Very fun. So yes. Um, next week, next week, we're going to take D to a place he's never been before. We're going classic country next week here on the show. <laughs> and, uh, and when I say classic country, I mean, classic country. I'm about halfway through making the playlist. I'm really kind of mad at myself to be honest, because last week I had it all sorted out in my head when I was on a, I had to drive a couple of hours in the, in the car and I was listening to songs. I'm like, okay, I got this big roadmap. And by the time I got home, I only remembered four of the eight songs and I was like, dang it. So now I'm still uh, working to put it together, but it should be good. So I, I, think uh, are you gonna do the notes 
Huh? Yeah, I'll do the too? notes. Yeah, I'll do the notes. Okay. So, so right. anyway, uh, so that'll be that'll be next week. But uh, until then, once again, thanks for uh, being with us again, Richie. We'll have you back on here in a episode here pretty quick, I'm sure. Yeah, Probably. I think episode. No, we're not really going to do that one until episode fifteen. <laughs> Nirvana no, Unplugged. Nirvana, Nirvana Unplugged for episode, episode 15. fifteen. I like it. So anyway, yeah. until then, though, we will see y'all next week here on Sean and D's Good Tape.